welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. A place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive. Breathe. Make some moves. Protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Welcome. Thanks for listening today, you sexy, wild, and free beings. I'm Helen Edwards, host of this lovely podcast. Uh, Real quick, it's been a while since I did a solo cast. So before we jump in, I just want to give you a friendly reminder to click the link, link in our show notes to find our upcoming retreats, workshops, events, my YouTube channel, and our shop. Let's dig in it. So do you ever stop and ask yourself, how did I get here? This last weekend, my lover and I attended the Forks, Corks, and Kegs Festival in the beautiful historic Deadwood, South Dakota. A little fun fact about me, I'm a bit of a wine enthusiast. I know what I like and what I, and what I don't when it comes to wine. See, I won't drink just any wine. I have my own special wine glasses. I like to pour on certain occasions. Wine is just not an alcohol beverage to me. It has meaning behind it. I almost can call it a symbol of my inner desires pouring back unto me. A week ago, I was outside standing in the cold, brisk air in beautiful Wyoming. A week before that, I was in the cool spring Arizona wind having a glass of red with my mother. I was thinking to myself about her life. She's in her 60s and has been through so much. A single mother of five wild children, trying to keep us all afloat and fed like a mama bear traveling through the wilderness to protect her cubs. She is the ultimate wild woman and free spirit to me. See, she was always on the run, on the go, on the road, traveling with her low cubs. Some of us grew to never want to settle down, while some of us wanted to only find a secure, stable place to call home. Either way, all of the little cubs grew up to be wild, free spirits. I think back on all the sacrifices my mom made to teach us how to be independent and action takers. I think back on how she stood fierce and strong after the death of my brother. There is no one, not one teacher, spiritual leader, or powerful woman I know more than my own mother. So how did I get here? How did I get to the place of freedom in my own life? How did I get to the place of recognition? My mother asked me one time, So how does it feel to be an author? I'll never forget the way she looked at me, wide-eyed, big smile, so curious. Like the child in her who once dreamed big dreams were beaming out of her asking me. I had always been so busy trying to achieve my dream of self-publishing my book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom, that I never really stopped to relish in how being an author felt. I looked at her and couldn't get myself to say, I don't know. (laughs) So I replied with, well, mom, it feels pretty awesome. Kind of surreal. 
She was so giddy and proud of me. What my mother doesn't know is what a big part she played in my perseverance of finishing the book. It took five years because I battled so many demons and procrastinations along the way. Every time I wanted to give up and stop the process, I would think of the two most important people, my son and my mother. The thought of anything happening to my mom and her not being able to witness her daughter becoming something other than a job hopper and a dreamer made me push forward. I remember a lot happened that year. My book trailer launched the day after my brother died. Months after I ended up in jail. Right after jail, I had my book launch party. (laughs) A few weeks after I had a retreat, I was leading. A few weeks after that, I was in a car accident. A few weeks after that, I lost my job. And to put this all together, during that full year, I moved five times. That was one hell of a year for me. (laughs) When I look back, I realized I never played the victim. I focused on my resources, my support, and asked for help. And still through it all, found a way to support others. I sometimes think of the chaotic journey I had to get where, or to get to where I am today. I'm 40 and lived and live exactly the way I dreamt of living all those past years. From sleeping next to my radio in my early childhood, listening to nighttime R&B, fantasizing about being a beautiful woman one day because I felt so ugly and bullied as a child. From daydreaming in the classroom, getting scolded for not paying attention because I was fantasizing about traveling the world, meeting new faces and seeing unique places. And from getting constant write-ups for jobs, I thought I would be, you know, a career in it. That only turned out to be unfulfilling cattle stalls for humans as I saw it. Knowing then that my spirit was too big for the measure of my desk and the building in which I took orders under. I was always dreaming and fantasizing about the same dream over and over again to be free, to live in freedom. I didn't know or understand what it meant at that time to be free all those past years. Now looking back, I realize every action I took from walking out of numerous jobs saying, hell yes, I'm down to those numerous random trips with friends and all of those broke days from spending spending my paycheck on travel, bars, self-improvement events and workshops, books and gas to go volunteer was freedom itself working through me, trying to set itself completely free. It was never about making lots of money or having the best successful label of author, entrepreneur, queen, or badass. (laughs) It was and has always been about the one thing I began all of this with, awareness. It's funny being aware. It's like being awake, standing still, 
while the world is still moving all around you and watching everything, the past, the present, and even foreseeing the future and still saying, I'm seeing, but I still know nothing, but I do see. And yes, I'd like to still see and know more. I often think about my last day in humanity. This is why I'm constantly questioning everything, always dancing, exploring, drinking, enjoying life, laughing, making new friends, working out, enjoying an abundance of hobbies, not giving a flying fuck what people think, well, most people that is, about it, believing I can get further in my climb, going after my dreams boldly and doing what I can to leave this world a better place than I've been in. This is also why I like to play a lot. Did you ever play house or hero when you were a kid? Or pretend? (laughs) I used to play house and pretend I was the parent. I also once played store manager. I also was a cop, a robber, and a superhero. I pretended to be a lot of things when I was a kid. There were five of us, so of course we could pretend we were a community of some sort. Sometimes I have flashbacks to that when I'm creating events. I realize I've never stopped playing a role. I just get paid for it now. And I'm also really good at it and very passionate about it. But no label, no hard earned money or thing Not even a person is going with me to my grave. So when I'm feeling overwhelmed that I'm not making the money that some coaches are making or thriving like other boss babes are doing, I often remind myself, you're free. That in itself is priceless. You are more rich than some of the richest people who are obligated to their labels. Stop comparing and start competing. Have fun and look at it like you are up there with the gladiators. You are just a little more carefree and a little bit of more chillaxer, but you are still in the game, baby. You're still in the game. So how did I get here? By making moves and being aware of what I put out into the universe comes back around because we are not separate from the universe or God, or creator, or spirit. I often visualize this like throwing a ball at an invisible wall, and the ball will come back and hit you in the head if you don't wake up and realize it's an invisible wall. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you five easy, no-cost things that I do daily that has helped rewire my brain to wake up Be aware, be bold, and choose a life of freedom, abundance, and prosperity that goes out and comes back to me in ways that are unexplainable at times, in ways that are like, I knew it would come back around. (laughs) So number one, instead of liking posts, I use the love heart emoji. And 90% of the time I comment on someone's post because it's called engagement. Nowadays, the word engagement means mm, simply to like a post and move on to the next till you get more followers and such. 
But let me tell you the secret that most people are not talking about. It's called intention. See, the power of intention has the ability to literally change the shape of our brains. This process is known as neuroplasticity. The brain's soft and interchangeable potential stimulated through repetition of a particular behavior. Our brains are made up of highly complex circuits known as neuropathways. Google it. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> In saying this, the power of intention is huge and the universe or creator or spirit or God is watching and listening. So when I choose to love instead of like, I'm making a statement to the universe that I'm putting out some very big vibes, not playing small here. And I mean business. The universe in exchange says, looks like we got a champ over here, fellers. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like the universe has an accent. Number two, I do something called hashtag sharing is caring. Basically, I randomly share other people's posts, events, or products. I don't wait for people to ask me to help them. If I want to help someone, I do it. I don't expect a thank you or need anything from them in return. I already have faith that the universe is providing back to me in abundance. And guess what? It is every time. Three, reviews. There are always small business owners, freelancers, indie podcasters, coaches, entrepreneurs, etc., out there doing what they can from where they are at. Providing reviews and feedback helps us all grow. When I give reviews on Google, Facebook, emails, et cetera, I'm supporting those like me. Again, what flows out flows back through. Small business owners work really hard. Some of our great, great, great grandparents, maybe even our parents or siblings or some type of family member or best friend or, or lover has worked so hard to build their dream. A simple review can give them just the edge they need, maybe bring in business to them. You are part of that flow of bringing goodness to others. And in return, it always comes back. Number four, pranayama, breath work. Pranayama is the ancient practice of controlling your breath. You control the timing, duration, and frequency of every breath and hold. The goal of pranayama is to connect your body and mind. It also supplies your body with oxygen while removing toxins. This is meant to provide healing physiological benefits. Taking a pause every day for myself, especially when my moods are feeling out of place, taking a deep breath, collecting myself and my thoughts allows my spirit to come to the front and center. Often it brings me back to my wise and intentions for all the efforts put in daily towards goals, dreams, and more. Many people practice pranayama in yoga, working out, being still, meditation, or being in nature. Maybe doing the dishes. <laughs> Maybe listening to music. Whatever it is, again, the circulation, the recycle of your body and the universe, which is the body. And then what you're putting out again is just recycling back through. That's why this is very important. Last one, number five, 
feel the fear and make moves anyways. Sometimes going after our dreams is the easy part, but engaging and connecting with others is the hard part. Supporting others can feel like we are taking the shine off ourselves and some people get fearful of that. I often remind myself that abundance means nothing if I do not act upon it and lean into it myself. See, there are those who spend much energy just thinking about the idea of abundance. There are those who spend a great, much of energy talking about it. Then there are those who feel the fear and make moves with it. I don't know about you, but I'm a winner and I make moves like winners do. Is it scary? Hell yeah. But I'd rather be the warrior, feeling the fear, pushing through with courage, and smiling with my own honor at the end of the day. No one can take that from you. And another perspective is feeling fearful of the shine being off you and on others is also coming from a place of lack. Again, bringing it back to abundance. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. So my friends, you know, there's a lot to think about here. Ask yourself this, how did you get to where you are now? Are you grateful or regretful? Are you in a place of lack or abundance? Are you making moves or making excuses? Are you shining the light on others or fearful of losing that light on yourself? Are you practicing action on the daily? In what way are you contributing so the universe flows out and comes back through? This concludes this fun, enlightening podcast. I hope this has inspired you in some way. Keep after your dreams, goals, whatever it is, whatever has meaning to you. And I would love your feedback and reviews. Don't forget, sharing is caring. (laughs) Follow us on Sexy Freedom Media. That's on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me personally. Hell of a journey with one L. We also have our new Instagram page where you can find travel tips and tricks and reviews and all that fun jazz about traveling on Compass Vibes with a Z. You can also get my book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom, that is available on Amazon and Barnes & Nobles. Click the link in the show notes for more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm always in the mood to sing lately. I want to say thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you guys have an awesome day, night, week, weekend. Live your best life because you never know when it's going to end. So take advantage now and have the best human experience possible. Ciao. Want to hear more? Uh, Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.